Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Um, I'm Sharla, back from hiatus last week. And with me, we have Sarah. Hi. And Heather. Hi, welcome back. We missed Thank you. you. Sorry we didn't say which order we were going in to say hi, so I just introduced you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I missed you guys last week, and it's clear from your super long episode, you needed me here to... <laughs> keep us bit. on task <laughs> we could have kept going for so much longer like yeah. I, eventually I was like okay it's like 50 minutes long we should stop yeah. <laughs> we, really we were talking about shoes and that is important yes um but I, I mean I had plenty of things I could uh I could say about it too um about you know what I wear but you are right that I prefer to go with no bag um if I can but sometimes it doesn't work out that way so it depends on the pockets I got but <laughs> Um, you. Yeah. So this week we thought, gosh, we just did this a couple of weeks ago, but again, so much Disney news has come out that we're not going to have a main topic. We're just going to talk about news. Um, so the first thing we want to talk about, I'm going to call on Heather for this one, um, the Haunted Mansion new, um, it's not really a photo op, but the new photo pass thing. Um, well, you're the one that told me about this. I hadn't even heard about it, but a apparently they're putting a photo op in the haunted mansion and i have two questions about that first why do we need a photo on every attraction i know i why what are you what reaction are you hoping to get out of me on the haunted mansion as i'm looking at the grim grinning ghosts i don't it doesn't make sense i don't know where they're going to take the picture and is it a picture or is it a video like they do on on tower of terror yeah, that's a really good question. It looks to me like it's just a photo. Um, I just saw this this morning on Twitter, and it looks like it's just a photo. But here's my problem with it is that um, I don't want them to put a flash on the Haunted Mansion. And I think they're going to have to do that. It's so dark in there, which is the whole point, you know. But um, I guess we'll see more of it when we start to see people's photo, photo pass photos. Um, and I, this is just one that I think they're going to automatically do and will automatically go to your um, account just like anything else. And then if you have Memory Maker, it's there already. And if you don't, then you have the option to purchase it. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel a little torn on this one because I'm a big fan of Memory Maker. I like it very much. And so I'm glad that they're adding, you know, more opportunities for it. it you know, so I've paid for it. I guess I want as many photos as I can get, but I am... I agree with you guys. I'm really concerned about where this photo is going to be and how intrusive is it going to be in the experience. Yeah. And I tried to look up, up a little bit about it this morning. It just said it's now available, but I, I really couldn't find much about it. So if I find it, I will um, let you guys know. But <laughs> as of you know this recording time, I just didn't see a whole lot. But it's there. So if you are in the parks and you get your picture made, let us know where it is and if there's a flash and all that. So yeah. Um, all right, so next, Sarah is super excited about this. I'm so excited about oh, this. <laughs> this is, uh, okay, you, you just tell them. You just okay. tell everybody. So this morning, and we're recording this on Tuesday, April 2nd. So this morning, Disney announced that um, the villains are taking over some of the after hours events that are happening at the Magic Kingdom this summer. I am so excited because I love the villains. I'm a big villains fan. So this is like big for me. Um, 
Disney After Hours, for those of you who don't know, is a separate ticketed event. It's kind of like, think of it as like the Christmas party or the Halloween party or something like that, where it takes place after regular park hours. It does require, you know, additional admission. Um, but after hours, the tickets are really limited. And I think, Charlie, you did one, right? I did, yes. Yeah. And there was like three people in the Magic Kingdom or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's um, really the best way to get low crowds, get on the rides, get amazing photo ops. Um, and your admission includes not just your, you know, park admission and things. It also includes snacks, right? So popcorn, free ice cream. Mickey Yeah. Pop- yes. uh, yeah. Exactly. We, um, it's not free ice cream because, you know, you, you pay you for, pay the, for it. Yeah. <laughs> but actually we were given tickets. Um, we, my husband and I went for our anniversary a couple of years ago and they said, Oh, I noticed you're celebrating your anniversary. Here you go. Here's tickets to this after hours of it. So again, not one of those things that normally happens, but yeah, um, it it, it was nice. I think they were trying to, it was kind of still in testing, you know, when it first came out and Mm -hmm. we went and we had a great time. We rode everything, even like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We rode it two or three times because there were hardly no people there. It was great. So here's the thing I might be most excited for. You know, the steampunk Maleficent, the dragon float uh-huh. that, it, that caught on fire. Mm, yes, but it, she's all better now. She's fixed. <laughs> and she's going to be sort of roaming the park at <gasps> night during after hours. Oh, so it'll be the so first fun. time she's ever seen at night. So I am stupid excited about this. I really, really, really want to go. Um, however, this I found was so fascinating. The villains are not going to be doing character greetings. Oh, So you... They're going to be participating in the entertainment and they'll be, I'm sure, all over the merchandise and the food and beverages will be themed to them. But you can't actually meet any of the villains, which that to me, that's a real, that's a. Do you think they're saving that for Halloween, like keeping that a fun Halloween thing? I guess, I guess. But I'm, I'm sad about that part. But and by the way, this is not for um, every after hours this summer. It is just going to be for specific ones but they haven't told us yet which ones. <laughs> so, <laughs> typical Disney. Yeah, typical yeah. Disney. But After Hours starts June 6th, and it goes through August 8th, um, and tickets go on sale soon, I think April 29th. So Okay. Yeah. All right. It's interesting that we don't know which ones and all of that, but yeah. we'll figure and that so out. It's basically just – it's not a party, right? So there's not – tons of entertainment the point is to get on the rides with no line mm-hmm. but then on certain ones the villains are just going to be roaming around and maybe doing like a parade here or there or a show I think there's a know. show yeah there's special entertainment so we know there's entertainment there's no parade so to speak um but there is um a, a brand new villains stage show so hades and meg Stop it. Those are my favorite. Sorry. Meg is my favorite. All right. Hades and Meg. I'm going. That's it. We're going. I mean, can we really call Meg a villain, though? Because she she winds up good. She's not really a villain. Think, no, I don't think of Meg as a villain. But um, Hades is one of the best Disney villains of all time. Oh, he is. So, yeah. right. so it's, it's they're sort of the hosts of the all-new stage show, Villains Unite the Night. And it'll have Jafar and the Evil Queen and Dr. Facilier and Maleficent classic Uh so excited so yeah um and then of course there's all the cute little you know villain food and beverages and stuff which is are always super instagram worthy so yeah all right i want to go that sounds exciting um 
Okay, so let's just move right into the biggest news that came out, and we have some other things too, but let's let's go into it. Um, Disney announced <laughs> that as of May 1st, there are new rules in the parks. Um, one thing, they are going to have no smoking inside the parks. Um do you do we want to talk about that or do we want to we're just, just, we're just ce- do we want to just celebrate like we just take yeah. a minute and be like I'll jump up and down right now yeah. because yeah, yay finally um, yeah so the okay so no smoking inside the theme parks which means if you're a smoker that the only people that are sad about this are the people who are smokers but as a non-smoker and as someone who's very sensitive to smoke I am so happy about this mm-hmm. because, yes, technically they are supposed to only smoke in certain areas, um, but it's – why they is don't. it always right next to the bathroom where I have to walk through there right. or, you know, through something? Um, and so this also applies to uh, vaping or e-cigarettes. You cannot Thank do that inside the parks either. Because those Yay. were everywhere when we were yeah. there in February. Did you oh, notice? Yeah, There's I did. people just walking through the park with them. Like, it, oh, because it's got a battery, it's not a cigarette. It's a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Like, yeah, and I, can still, and I can still smell that. So, yeah. you know. So, yes, you will have to leave. They said that they will have designated smoking areas outside the parks. So, hopefully, it will be far away from the entrance where everybody has to walk through. But I think this is a great change, and I'm really happy about this. So, um, hopefully, people will comply. Um, But you have a month to quit smoking before you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I think we're we're all a little biased, right? Because we're not smokers, and we're all super sensitive to the smoke. And especially me, um, like with Copley, when I bring him, his potty areas always tend to be next to the smoking area. So while he's peeing, I'm just holding my breath, trying not to choke on the smoke. Um, But, you know, I feel bad for people who smoke. Like, I think they they know it's bad for them. They know that they they shouldn't be smoking. It's just they they can't get themselves to quit yet. So unfortunately, they are now going to have to go outside. But then at the same time, just because you choose a bad habit that is unhealthy, I shouldn't have to suffer for your health choices. So it's it, it makes sense to do it, right? Like I think we, we all are aware of how bad smoking is and that if that's what you choose to do, that's completely up to you and you are entitled to do that. But then you should have to go somewhere where it's not going to affect everybody else in the park. Yeah, that's my issue with it is that it is that it affects other people. So. Yeah. Especially there's so many kids at Disney and asthma is so prevalent among kids. You know, my son had asthma as a child and, you know, it's just, it's, it's so damaging to other people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. However, I think uh, the next item might be the more controversial. Oh my gosh. People are losing their minds over this. Okay. (laughs) So yes, the next item is there is a new rule for strollers inside the theme parks. Um, So this is now I'm forgetting the measurements. I think it's 31 inches is the max width for a stroller. And you can also no longer bring stroller wagons, which is basically just a wagon that's collapsible. We have one. I've never used it for a stroller. Um, But, yeah, so you can't bring wide strollers or uh, wagon strollers. Sadly, this means those adorable little uh, Cinderella coach strollers that we saw that one time um, won't be able to to come. I found the measurements. So the measurements can be no longer than 31 inches wide and 52 inches long. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's actually, that's I mean, that's big. pretty big. <laughs> like, you know, you, so, you know, 30 by 50, that's a, still a pretty big stroller and that would still be legal. So, 
Right. And I mean, so it's a double stroller. You can definitely bring a double stroller. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I think they're just trying to cut. First of all, those giant strollers are just so huge. <laughs> yeah. And they're just trying to cut down on, stro- I mean, stroller parking is a problem. They're trying to cut down on the width of, you know, or just walking down the street and how big they are. Mm-hmm. Um, this, you know, the stroller wagons are very cumbersome too. And they just, they just take up so much space when you're trying to walk down the street around them or something like yeah. that. So. And they're just difficult to maneuver. Those, those yeah. huge strollers, they don't stop at a dime. They don't pivot very well. They don't, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a mom and I, I certainly recognize the importance of having a stroller at Walt Disney World a hundred percent, but I'll be the first to admit, I'm sure I crashed into the back of somebody's <laughs> legs completely unintentionally. Yeah. Like they're just, you know, they're not, they're unwieldy and the bigger they are, the harder they are the, to control. So and especially when you are in a crowd, like say a parade is over, right. And you're just trying to walk through a crowd. I cannot tell you how many times I've had the back of my ankles clipped from mm-hmm. strollers because you're all now funneled into this tight little space and they're trying to move and you're trying to move. And it's just, it's taking up too much space and the parks are getting more and more crowded. And so anything Disney can do to kind of cut down on that, I think is a great, a great plan. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you guys have seen it. You were just there. Stroller parking has literally taken over Adventureland. I mean, fantasy land is insane. Like you can't, half of the walkways are now gone because it's all been designated for strollers to be parked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, those stroller wagons were everywhere when we were there last month. Everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, it's got to be one of the worst jobs for a cast member is the person who's in charge of strollers that day. Can we just all take a, can we just all take a moment and say like a little prayer in our heads for the (laughs) cast members who are working on May 1st? Yes. Because. (laughs) Excuse me, ma'am. You can't bring that stroller in. You're going to have to check it at the front of the park. Yeah. And I'm going to need you to put your cigarette out. Ooh. And also that, I mean, ooh, it's. Yeah. It's going to be a rough week that first week of May, I think. So cast members, we have any cast members that are listening, like, we are with you in spirit. We got you back. (laughs) And I think that's why they gave such a long leeway, you know, so that they're hopefully getting the word out. And hopefully in the, you know, like the final documents they send via email to to the guests or, um, you know, something like that, that they get, they will hear about it. smart, they'll put it in the magic band box. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's probably the only thing people read. Yeah, put it everywhere. But... Magic band box, the Magical Express luggage tags, put them everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the, the magic, of course, the magic band box is only f- going to be sent to people staying on property. So they got to get it out there for mm-hmm. other things mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I think that's why it's, yeah. I think that's why it's all over social media. Um, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully it will be a smooth transition. Um, I don't know. I, w- I mean, I obviously am very biased because I am not a parent. So you ladies can speak to this more. But at what point did it become a thing to basically pack your entire life to the park for the day? Like, I remember growing up. I don't remember being there with a stroller. Obviously I was tiny, but like, I remember when my brothers and sisters had strollers and my parents had a folding umbrella stroller and like, you know, maybe a diaper bag. So at what point did it become acceptable to say, we're going to have these giant strollers or these wagons and we're going to pack this bag and we need a whole cooler full of snacks. And but when did that happen? We we made it through the parks in the eighties without all of that stuff. You don't need 
it's just weighing you down and making it harder for you to get through the park. You, you sound you sound like my dad who still like complains about car seats and things. I mean, we survived, you know. Yeah. Why do we need our whole lives to go in the park? I mean, Charlotte goes in with nothing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I just obviously you have a baby, you need a diaper bag, you need to, but you don't need everything. I don't yeah, know. but think about it too. You know, if we would pack food, and this is going to get into the next rule in a, in a little yeah. bit. But if you know, cool. but if we would pack food, we would just put a sandwich in our backpack. No need to have yeah. a whole cooler full of stuff. Like, and and now, you know, and my sister is guilty of this, and I have to admit, I enjoy when I go with her because then I'm like, okay, I just have a bottle of water. But she has like, you know, a 32 pack of bottles of water, Capri Suns for the kids, fruit <laughs> snacks. And I'm like, first of all, you're oldest daughter is 13 she doesn't need all of this stuff no. but like I, oh, I don't but your life but let me tell you your life is so much easier when you have it all like if you can just reach <laughs> into your Mary Poppins bag and pull out whatever's going to keep your kid happy in that moment oh that's yeah I'm telling you that's priceless and as somebody who doesn't like to listen to kids scream and cry you should be grateful too <laughs> <laughs> I also don't like I, I'm not grateful when those big strollers are now running over my toes and then you get the dirty look because you have the nerve to say excuse me and it's just it's become a problem it's too much yeah. people well I I do uh, not so much anymore now that Nora's older but we would carry like packets of snacks into mm -hmm. the parks um just yes because it's so much easier just to hand her a bag of goldfish than um you know than to stand in line to buy something but the if as far as water goes we just usually bring a bottle a bottle of water for her you know like a um like one of her sippy it's not a sippy cup anymore but you know a cup with a lid and that that works throughout the day for us but so that's uh, sort of a segue into the other rule that that is going into effect um soon which is ice so no more ice or loose ice loose or dry ice, ice yeah. um, in your coolers. What they're recommending is those freezer packs. So yeah. this, was my, this was my favorite part about the announcement, though. And I'm going to read this verbatim so that people understand okay. why this cracked me up. Beginning today, if you plan to bring a cooler or cooler bag to store snacks and drinks for theme park or water park adventures, it's important to know that loose or dry ice are no longer permitted in our parks. Tip, we recommend you keep your items frosty with reusable ice packs instead. Quote, you can visit any quick service location for complimentary cups of ice, recommends Disney Parks mom panelist Linda. Wouldn't that be loose <laughs> ice? Yeah, but okay, so I'm so no, confused. No. I but I looked up for the reason why, or I or I saw on like their blog or something, and they were commenting on it. The reason why they don't want loose ice is because of when you go through security with a cooler, the cast members or the security cast members have to go through the ice, so they don't want them, you know, filtering through it anymore so they're not they don't have a problem with ice it's just the ice in the coolers so you can go get complimentary ice <laughs> after you go through security but then again if you're going to park cop that that's a whole other right. thing uh, yeah. but, and i don't uh, think they want you filling <laughs> filling uh i was about to say like wouldn't you just fill your cooler with the free ice from disney and then yeah <laughs> i don't think that's their goal but um but yeah you should have get... left that tip out of this announcement <laughs> is all i'm saying yeah um <laughs> I mean, this, again, since I don't usually bring coolers, it doesn't affect me. But if I did bring a cooler, I would probably bring those freezer packs because it's harder to get ice. I mean, I guess there's an ice machine at the resort, but to fill enough to fill a cooler, 
Well, this was yeah. my reaction. I was like, do people really do that? Like, I just assumed, like, if I was going to be bringing a cooler in or, like, a little backpack full of something, I would have the freezer packs and be done with it. Where where am I going to get ice? Am I, do, am I staying off property? Do I have a car where I'm going to go to the gas station and buy a bag of ice? Where am I storing that then? Like, do I have to do that every day for a new cooler? Uh, it's just easier to have the freezer packs, isn't it? I, yeah. I don't know. And dry I didn't know ice? anybody still brought... The yeah, and dry ice. ice. Who brings dry ice? Does anyone? Yeah, who's walking around right? with dry ice? That's what I want to know. Yeah. But apparently people do, or they wouldn't have made it a rule. Oh, or maybe they clearly preemptively yeah. made it a rule since they saw that I they were no, no longer going to do ice. So that's also anyway. Isn't loose ice just heavier than the freezer packs? Like now you have to wheel yeah. around this super heavy, or you can't. You're not even allowed to wheel it around. You have to carry it around yeah. or put it in your stroller, and it's twice as heavy as if you had a freezer pack. And then you have to dump it, you know, when it when it is water, and you don't have to do that with a freezer pack. You just swap them out. So, uh, well, anyway, those are the rules. <laughs> if you don't get mad at us, tweet at Disney <laughs> or go to Gift <laughs> Services if you have that issue. So, okay, so um, let's talk real quick about the Easter eggs at the Grand Floridian, because how cute are these? Um, they're up, I guess, between now and Easter, and they are the uh, what are they? Are they made of chocolate? Is that right? They make them out of chocolate, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they're I, they're really like works of art. They're yes. beautiful. Yeah. So there's I see this one that's the fox and the hound. I see one that's um, Pinocchio. There's a um, oh Sarah. There's an evil queen one Ooh. in her cauldron. There's Aristocats. So I love these. They're so pretty. Yeah. There's a BB-8, which is really cute. Um. But this is at the, and there's some that aren't, aren't particular Disney necessarily, like the, um, what is this, uh, a carousel horse, silver carousel horse. Um, so anyway, these are at the Grand Floridian. So you can either, if you're there be- between now and Easter, it'll probably be there a couple of days after Easter too. Yeah. I don't. I don't it's have the date for a few days. Yeah. But if you're going to be there, go over to the Grand Floridian. Oh, and through, through April 28th. So it's a, it's a week after Easter. Yeah. Um, and then so, also yeah. for Easter, I think, are they doing, I'm pretty sure they're doing this again, where you can meet Mr. and Mrs. Bunny at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Think oh, I hope so. so. Cute. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So these these eggs, just from what I'm seeing, just in a brief photo description, are really adorable, really beautiful. And so, yeah, if you're Oh my gosh, you're do you see there, the one that looks, <laughs> I'm obsessed, I want to go. They have the claw machine from Toy yes. Story. Yeah. <laughs> the aliens. <Here>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so head down there and uh, over to the Grand Floridian and see them. I'm going to oh interrupt you. Everybody, go and take pictures of this for me. It's an Alice in Wonderland egg, but it's the actual Sir John Tenniel original artwork from the novels. It's from the second book, and it's Humpty Dumpty up on the wall with Alice painted onto the egg, and it's adorable. It's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I- yeah, I'm looking at this. Uh, there's an Oliver and Company. I'm looking at this Wizard of Oz one that is amazing. Oh my goodness! It's they got even have a Starry Billy. Night. It's this is yeah, this is incredible. So definitely, man. Now I want to go now and to I see know. all this. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's way more than I thought there would. No, n- none of us are allowed to travel any more than we already are in April. I know, so right? We're all we're all cut off. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, it's like, how do I fi- figure out a way to get to Florida in between being on two different continents? I don't know, but I should try. 
yeah. this is beautiful. Oh, look at this princess and the frog, the frog. Oh my, okay. We got to stop this because right. we're, we're going down a rabbit hole. We can, we, yeah. we must stop. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing we have news wise, they had just announced Harambe at night. <laughs> flavors. All right, Heather, you're jumping up and down over there. I'm so excited for this. Um, they just announced this, what, yesterday. So April 1st, uh, it was not an April fool's joke. It is amazing. And I, before we started recording, I'm like, so we're going this summer, right? Because <laughs> I have to try this. Um, so basically what it is, is I, I think they, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they had tried something like this around the monorail resorts, but it is a progressive dinner, which means you move locations throughout the night. Um, and it's meant to celebrate the Lion King because that live action is coming out later this year and basically call awareness to, you know, like the animal's endangered animals and the poaching of the elephants and such so you're going to start at the wildlife express train station in harambe and you're going to have you know some hors d'oeuvres and some beverages both alcoholic and non-alcoholic then you're going to jump onto the train and you're going to head over to rafiki's planet watch and when you get there you're going to have some more hors d'oeuvres and beverages and timon and rafiki are going to be there to say hi and there's different games to keep the kids occupied um and so far it's like basically like a big cocktail party but then you're going to get back onto the train and you're going to head over to the harambe market and there it's going to be almost like a buffet it sounds like where it's going to be sweet and savory dishes um and more more beverages of course because it's disney um so it's three different stops it doesn't say how long it is but it sounds like it's probably about three hours it's going to be 125 dollars plus tax for a adults and $99 plus tax for children, three to nine. Um, and reservations can be made starting April 3rd, but it does not begin until July 24th. So July 24th is the first day of this adventure. So I will probably figure out a way to be there for that because <laughs> just looking at these pictures of the food, oh my God, it, it looks amazing um and there in in addition to all the food and things like that there's different um presentations that are going to be happening and um i guess different activities to teach you about the big five so you know the leopard the lion elephants rhinos all of that the challenges they're facing in the wild and then how disney is working through the wildlife conservation fund to help protect them so it's educational it's fun and there's good food there is a dessert that looks like a s'more in a jar to me right now and that's all i want in my life at this moment that um it looks sounds like, like tenderloin too oh. sarah do you remember that s'mores thing we had at universal that time that oh my constructed s'mores yes so if it's anything like that it was the best thing i've ever eaten oh yeah anyway so good um I now I want that too. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like it was almost like fondue marshmallows or something. There, yeah, oh, the anyway. marsh. It was it was like a completely cross between like marshmallow fluff and like and it was amazing. It was yeah. so good. Anyway, yeah. that's what so this looks like. It's like, like a little mason jar, and it looks like it's crumb like graham cracker crumbs packed into it, marshmallow fluff, then a layer of hot fudge fudge yeah. and then a big marshmallow like burnt on the top and like that's well it. i'll have five of those it's okay. yeah that's what we all did we we started there with dessert first <laughs> yeah. and then we went through the line <laughs> we, we and looked at we... the line for the food and then we looked at dessert and went oh that looks interesting yeah. <laughs> I, did that first. I think we all had two or three at least um yeah. okay no that's really that's really interesting it's i like it that it's 
so educational, you know, like the Wild Africa Trek is super fun, but it's also really ed- educational. So this sounds you know, educational plus amazing food. So, and I love that, that it's it's an event, right? You're not just yeah. you're not going to dinner somewhere where you're going to hear somebody speak. You move about the park. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's not going to be crowded. You have the spaces to yourself, so it feels a little bit special. it's great who doesn't love a cocktail party this is gonna be so much fun sign me up okay so we're going this summer and we're gonna try to time it so that we can do the harambe one night and the villains after hours another night right this is our plan Uh well we have to we have to we have have to stay a third night because now this is moves us on to sarah's uh next thing about the abc commissary so now Uh, this is i'm not yeah well this is this (laughs) is new but i'm not i'm not super i mean this one's a nice option, but, you know, I don't think I need to do it necessarily. So the ABC Commissary, which is a quick service location at Disney's Hollywood Studios, is under, it's closed right now because it's undergoing enhancements. Um, what they're doing is they're adding self-serve beverage stations, which is fantastic. They're sort of refurbishing the, the decor and everything. They're adding some menu items. Um, but most importantly, most interestingly, is that at dinner, it will become... I love this. The fat, the fast casual, I believe is Disney's new word for it. So starting at four o'clock, um, it will be a fast casual dinner. So as opposed to quick service where quick service is like you go to a counter, you order your food, they hand you your food, and then you go find your own table. Fast casual, you go up to the register, you place your order, you take a pager, and then they bring the food to you. So more be our guest. Okay less cosmic rays if that makes sense you know uh so fast casual the difference between quick service and fast casual is quick service you carry your own food fast casual someone carries the food to you so i mean i can carry my own food yeah yeah i don't get why we're changing i don't know why we're yeah the counter service places need to have like let's make a reservation let's order ahead i'm sure there are times where that's really beneficial but i just sometimes i don't want to plan every aspect of my vacation and i just want to go and grab a quick bite to eat somewhere and well, it's so getting harder to do that it'll be somewhere other than abc commissary <laughs> <laughs> yeah. starting on june 2nd they will be accepting reservations well they're accepting reservations now for june 2nd and beyond so i i mean i can't even remember the last time i ate at abc commissary nope me neither i mean I it's was... it's not terrible no, but i mean fine yeah can we be honest that disney hollywood studios needs some better quick service options anyway yeah, they don't have anything good really um the Backlot Express has a really good, like, Southwestern chicken salad or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is. I don't is, know the last good. time I've eaten there. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. well. When I go to thing. Hollywood Studios, now that I think about it, the only place I eat is the Brown Derby Lounge. So, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's my go-to place for sure. Um, if, like, when Sarah and I were there a few weeks ago, we didn't eat anything. We just, we just ate ran through it. Took, <laughs> yeah. We ran through and took photos and left. But uh, well, the, but I'm if the Brown Derby Lounge had been open. It wasn't open? That's no, so it was the first thing in the morning. Yeah. Oh. It didn't oh. open till like, noon, so we didn't wait for it. Yeah. And bring back starring roles while we're at it. Just, yeah. I want my cupcakes. But yeah. whatever. But I'm curious if any of our listeners... Um, have experienced any of the any of the you know mobile ordering order ahead of time type counter service what do you think of it is it worth it is it annoying to have to think ahead about where you're going to want to eat lunch type of thing i'm just i'm curious to hear somebody's experience about it so let us know yeah it is interesting this whole quick so i guess i'm i'm starting to see the pattern so 
Be Our Guest is considered fast casual. ABC Commissary is considered fast casual. I'm trying to think what else is is fast casual where they bring the food to you. Those are the only two I can think of off the top of my head, but I'm I'm sure I'm wrong. But but now that they've given it a name, you know there's more coming. Mm-hmm. They're going to yep. be. They're going to start converting more places to this. I think. You know what should be fast casual is that Harambe market, um, with <laughs> yes. all of the different um, things that they that oh, they have kiosk. over there. Yeah, I love Harambe market. I love it. Really but yeah, good. it should. It could easily be a fast yeah. casual. Some of the place. that's one of my favorite quick service places, probably in all of Walt Disney World. I think they just have so many good, delicious options. But it's a little annoying because it's like cosmic rays, where if one person wants something from yep. one counter, you, have, you like you, your party has to split up if you don't all want the same thing to eat. Yeah. So fast casual would be fantastic because then you, you could place your orders and you know come back together. Yeah. All right. Um, so I think we only have one more bit of news, and we'll be honest with you, none of us really know a whole lot about this. <laughs> it's <laughs> this underwhelming. Thing. Let's but, be honest here. But we wanted to announce it anyway. Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy is now open at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So insert fake fan hoorays here. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I like cars. I like Lightning McQueen, um, but I don't think that this is going to be the biggest you know, thing, obviously some other big things that are happening at Disney's Hollywood studios last year and this year. So, um, but it's something it's, as Sarah was saying earlier, it's, we think it's just kind of something to filter the crowds elsewhere. It's a place to put people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, right. They took away lights, motors action, which featured lightning McQueen and the cars franchise is huge, right? There's tons of little kids out there that love, Lightning McQueen and Mater and all of the characters. So they needed to do something with them. And obviously Hollywood Studios is going crazy this year. Everything, you know, Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge. So they're not going to be building a Cars Land like they have out in California. So what are they going to do with Cars? So they came up with this racing academy. And I think like it was supposed to be a bigger thing and they had bigger plans for it. The initial plans for it made it seem much more interactive than its current iteration. Yeah. And it's basically like, it's like a show, right? It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm reading the Orlando Sentinel article, uh, the review of it that they posted and you know, they also seem to agree that it's a little disappointing. Um, it's, you know, it's just a guests sit on benches like, uh, Benches without backs. So think uh, Turtle like Talk with Crush. Turtle, turtle Talk, talk with Crush. Yeah. yeah, Turtle yeah. Talk with Crush. Um, and it's it's basically 15 minutes long and it's a little movie. It appears on a big curved screen and you see some of the characters and there's a couple music numbers. Um, the, the sole audience participation at this point is basically them yelling ka-chow on cue. So <laughs> I, I think it's really just a place to put people to sort of try to manage the crowds and Disney is famous for doing this. And they have a lot of these in the parks and some of them, you know, about, and some of them you don't even necessarily realize what they're doing. Um, but it's just, it's basically another way to, for, for Disney to manage crowds and give people somewhere else to go if they don't want you to be, you know, in galaxy such. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they have what I think it says Cruz Ramirez is going to be mm-hmm. meet and greet after, which, okay, great but i mean do they still have but that's not who, that's and, not who people want to see people want to see lightning mcqueen and mater like and they used to have them for a meet and greet right mm-hmm. or did they take that away or is it still going to they be did um it's they did back on the streets of america so i guess since yeah. streets of america is no more this is also no more yeah um and then i guess we should note that also part of this they're doing the dj dance party um 
which is something that they've had out here in Cars Land in California for a long time. Don't rearrange your schedule for it. Don't go running. <laughs> but it it is cute, right? The kids love it. It's basically DJ is the name of a car, and he's got giant speakers and he comes out and he's got like his crew with him so a bunch of dancers and they basically get the kids to dance and you know do all these different things with dj so you know maybe they're doing the ymca or whatever it is but basically just getting the kids revved up and partying and it's just it's a cute thing but i wouldn't go out of my way like if you happen to stumble upon it you'll have fun but yeah yeah. All right. So, so that there you go. There's your cars in in Florida now. All right. Well, that's uh, that's about it for us this week. Um, oh, we do we have wanted... a little bit of lu- little bit of luxury, don't we? Sort of. Um, so last week, <laughs> it's um, totally a little bit of luxury. Yeah. So last week or two weeks ago, we had talked about uh, the sweaters, uh, the uh, spirit jerseys for the dogs. And Heather was kind enough to get um, get one for our dogs as well. And first of all, I have to say, we have to stop just buying each other and making each other gifts because I'm going to go broke with between <laughs> <laughs> every time we say we every time we say something, we're like, I need that. I need that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I know. But we so we got these these sweaters and we debated it for a while over the sizes and all of that stuff because there's nothing listed on the thing. But. Um, Trisket has her sweater. We received it on Saturday and she's been wearing it ever since. And dog <laughs> loves this spirit jersey sweater and it is purple. And I will uh, post a photo that um, sometimes she has to, she's not very photogenic. She has to sit still and she does not sit still very well. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Where are we going to post these photos? Because then I should put the one of Copley and I because. We're twinning. We, yeah, we we'll matched. Put it, we'll put it on Instagram or something. Uh, and, Sydney's, and ha- Sydney's sweater sadly did not did not fit her. Yes, so. but mm. Sarah has this the best one. I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I put it on one of my cats. <laughs> <laughs> she strutted though. She loved it. She was feeling herself. She likes a little sparkle. Yeah, that, she's a princess. I, I love it. But uh, yeah, so Trisket loves her loves her sweater, and I, so we appreciate that. So. Um, that's, I guess that's about it for us this week. So, uh, we have a Patreon extra coming up, um, soon that we will record. And because we haven't done this in a while and you guys seem to really like it, we're going to talk about pop culture and, um, some of the stuff that we are watching or reading or listening to. So stay tuned for that. If you are a Patreon subscriber and we really appreciate that. And if you are not, then you can become one. Uh, this podcast is free and will be free continue for, for forever. <laughs> but if you want to support, to support us on Patreon, it goes toward hosting it. Um, we've been able to do some things for the blog and all of that. And we are almost to our goal. We have just a little ways to go. And there's different rewards based on which tier you're at. But every subscriber at any level gets... Um, the Patreon extra, and it's just a little bit extra of us each week, which we know that you absolutely Who doesn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so you can uh, find us on um, social media. Uh, if you most of it is just Diz Park Princess, if you want to look that up, or visit our blog at DisneyParkPrincess.com. We got some good stuff going on there. So thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.